You're listening to The Scrimmage with Daniel Hargrove and Justin Domashevitz. That's what, that's what Jesse Winker was all about. <laughs> Dude was ready. Yeah, that's true. Like, uh, I don't know what happened, but it was only the second inning. He got thrown at. It looked pretty obvious then. I only no, saw they put in an opener to throw at. Someone. Oh, there was an opener. And then they threw we it. Actually, and then they threw it at Julio in the first inning. I think, and nothing happened. We, and then they threw it and hit Winker in the second inning, and uh, lots of things happened. Th- this is a story with layers. <laughs> I so feel like it's worth diving into sweet. when we do our Mariners update because it's also not a normal baseball fight. Like it was. No, it got going. It was like a real fight. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't like the hold me back, hold me back yeah. type fight. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's worth, it's something that might be worth dwelling I on for five hear, or ten minutes. A- having, uh, not being able to see any of it except mm-hmm. for like the little clip that was shared on Bleacher Report mm-hmm. that stopped too early. I want to hear all of the layers. I got like a four minute video of it, but yeah. I don't think we have, I don't, I don't know any of the layers. Like it's, I know some of them, I guess, but well, you knew more than I did. It is. There's a lot going on. I can't wait for John boy to break it down. Oh, that's going to be a good video. <clears throat> he said he was going to on Twitter. So <laughs> we got other stuff to get to too in the show. By the way, I'm Justin Domashevitz. Oh, and I'm Daniel Hargrove. Daniel Hargrove is here. Also our trusty producer, Andrew Gross. You're listening to the scrimmage, which is brought to you by Oli Penn real estate and the law office of Jeffrey A. Domashevitz. This seems like a good time to get it going. With the two-minute drill. Let's go, let's go, let's go, hurry up. Gotta hurry, gotta hurry, gotta hurry. Hey, two-minute situation. 44 seconds, hand the ball to the ref. Gun do it right, gun do it right. Three jet Buckeye, don't worry. Three. The two-minute drill starts now. The Portland Trail Blazers drafted Kentucky guard, kind of, Shaden Sharp <laughs> with the seventh overall pick in Thursday's NBA draft. Justin, did you like this pick for Portland? Well, some people might say, how do you even know if this kid's any good? He chose not to play college basketball. Wait a minute, he wasn't part of the team? No, actually, he was part of the team, just didn't play. The whole situation's a little weird. I would say everything Portland does right now needs to be geared towards making Damian Lillard happy, and I heard that Damian Lillard really liked Shaden Sharp. If Dame's happy, I'm happy, bottom line. (laughs) Damian Lillard posted a photoshopped image of himself and Kevin Durant in Trailblazers jerseys to his Instagram story (laughs) on Saturday. Daniel, as a Blazers fan, would you like to see the team try to make a move to bring in KD? I would. You know, I think that it would probably be expensive, so it might not work out. But I want to see them go for a run to, again, make Damian Lillard happy. Mm -hmm. Because I do not want to see him go away. And I think that you need more firepower. They cannot be done. If they're thinking that they are done, ready to go this season, they are wrong, and it is not going to go well. Entering Sunday's game against the Los Angeles Angels, the Seattle Mariners have won five straight to improve their record to 34 and 39. Justin, are the M's more likely to be buyers or sellers at the August 2nd trade deadline? 
Well, because we still have over a month till we get there, I looked at what the schedule is between now and then, and the breakdown is 29 games, not including today's game, which who knows, it's still happening. 16 of those games are against teams with losing records, and a handful of them are against real bottom dwellers like the Nationals and the A's. Like, you've got some games that you have to win, but I think the big factor is, like, how are your guys going to come back from injury? Like, are you going to get Hanniger back? Everything I read is sometime in July. Is that <laughs> July 1st or is that July 29th? Because that'll make a really big difference. When is Kyle Lewis going to come back and is he going to be able to stay on the field? And then the Ty France thing, there's a lot of question marks here. If the Mariners get healthy and win the games they should win, they should be buyers at the trade deadline because it's not the same situation as last year. You're a year further in development. You added talent to this team. Go out, win now. Seattle Mariners' first baseman, speaking of, Ty France, <laughs> has hit the 10-day injured list after a bad throw by Abraham Toro pulled him into the runner. Daniel, should Toro be cut immediately with a knife? <laughs> Whoa, you added that last part. Uh, not with a knife. With a sword. But he should be cut from the team. Oh. Immediately. I read that wrong. You And I hear everybody, everybody's like, oh, if the umpire would have called the pitch a strike right before, then that play would never happen. I was like, yeah, you know what? The umpire's been terrible this whole time. Whole you really season. expect them to make a correct call? All the umpires. But you keep Abraham Toro around for what? So he can bat 160 and get your best player hurt? Get rid of that guy. Yeah. Cost new type France. Yeah. There it is. Sorry. <laughs> I had a different screen up and I thought I had another question. Gotcha. My no problem. Bad. Um no problem. so yeah, the Mariners, I've seen that they've played the toughest schedule of the MLB so far. And then from here on out, it's like the twenty fourth toughest schedule. Also So hopefully this next stretch before the trade deadline is like the cakey cake of the schedule. And the other I, the other big yeah. difference is their division stinks. Like the Rangers and everybody are in thought second. they were going to be good. Exactly. And the Rangers are in second and they have a losing record. And the A's are bad, bad. Yeah, so the A's are real bad. It's not like previous years where like, oh, the A's are good. The Astros are really good. The Angels are somewhat competitive. It's not that. Nope. This year. So maybe that will help with a lot of the division. Astros did just no hit the Yankees for like 16 or 17 well, straight innings. Straight. They're really so good. They're I wasn't good. trying to say yeah, the Astros, Astros are, aren't good. I was yeah. saying the rest of them. I, yeah. I wasn't arguing with you. I was just yeah. like, on the other hand, the Astros are really good. True. And seven games. I mean, the two teams that the Mariners will play the most for the rest of June and July are the Astros seven times and the Rangers seven times. And those are the top two teams in the division right Gosh, now. Gosh, haven't we played the Astros like a billion <laughs> times already? Thing. Yeah. <laughs> Like, why can't we play the A's and the Angels some more times? Legitimately, when I heard that their first half of the season, or the, the previous the season they've gone through was really difficult and the rest wasn't, I legitimately, my thought was, oh, that explains why they've been playing the Astros so right. much. They must have been yeah. front-loaded with Astros, and now yeah. it's A's and Angels for the yeah. rest of the season. But it, it, those two, like, there's a break from the Astros for a few weeks, and then those two Astros series are... I think they sandwich a Rangers series right at the end of July, which means that when the Mariners are making decisions at the end of July about what to do going into the trade line, there's seven of their last 11 games of the month are against the Astros. Oh. Isn't it weird how so, three out of the five teams in the division start with A? Oh, never thought about it. Just popped before. into my head because I was like, yeah, Astros. I hate the Astros. Yeah. They, and then the Angels. And I was like, oh, whoa. Yeah. My two least favorite teams in our division start with A. And the A's. And I was like, 
Wait, do they all? And then I was like, no, it's the Rangers. Stupid Rangers. <laughs> Rangers ruined everything. The, maybe they should be called the Arrangers. <laughs> but instead of like Texas Rangers as their mascot, it would be like a wedding planner or something. Arrangers would work really well. I like that idea. But a Mariners doesn't work no, as well. No, no. Well, all the rest of them can be. Yeah. But seriously, going back to the story with layers, are we ready to get back into that? Because if you hadn't heard... Today, Sunday's game, fight broke out. Mm-hmm. And as you mentioned, real baseball fight. None yeah. of that, just everybody run out and point at each other. Yeah. Like punches thrown. There was very little posturing. Yeah. Now, from what I've gathered so far, is Winker, Crawford, and Julio got thrown out for the Mariners. And and manager. And was, and manager. Yeah. yeah. Was he the only coach that got thrown out? Yes. Okay. I believe so. It was the only one I saw. Have you seen who got thrown out for the Angels? Guys was who it... didn't matter. Mostly. Really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Shoot. Well, I didn't see in the video I watched. I was trying to find Trout, and I couldn't find him anywhere. I'm assuming he's just chilling in the dugout somewhere. Just, yeah. Like... He seems like the, that kind of guy who would just be like, you guys go fight. I'm going to sit here and commissioner my fantasy football league poorly. <laughs> uh, I will try to find at him least on he's Twitter not, while you guys talk. At least he's want. not Tommy Pham as a football fantasy football player. That whole story is so funny, though. It's so the great. Tommy Pham, Jock Peterson thing, and then yeah. it's like, oh, well, that's a fantasy football league where there was a conflict. Mike Trout's actually the commissioner of that league. So then Mike Trout... Wait, Trout's the commissioner of that league? Okay, so you haven't heard this. No! Okay, so the what? Tommy Pham-Jock <laughs> Peterson fight where Tommy Pham gets suspended for just like basically walking up <laughs> and challenging Jock Peterson to a duel by yeah. slapping him across the face <laughs> war- during warm-ups of a pregame. <laughs> And that story is hilarious. It's made additionally funny because Jock Peterson, whether he was doing it satirically or not, I don't know. But he went into excruciating detail (laughs) about this tiny little minor fantasy football (laughs) thing issue that they had to the point where on some of the major sports shows, they were not only breaking down the disagreement, they were like, does Tommy Pham have a legitimate beef about what Jock Peterson did in fantasy football? That's a discussion that was happening. So then, like, the next day it comes out, well, actually, Mike Trout's sort of a part of this because he's the commissioner of that fantasy football league, and then Mike Trout ends up having to respond to that, which, why? Why do you respond at all? Because it doesn't matter. But he responds to that by saying, well, it's not really my fault. It's the ESPN fantasy football rules that are the issue. It's so like it, the he whole went after thing, the mothership. It was the kind of thing like where it. like, but it's also funny. Like yeah. there's no nothing real in it except that Tommy Pham slapped Chuck <laughs> Peterson across the face. And yet we've seen the best journalism in years done on that story. Exactly. Oh, did you guys know that it, Mike Trout's the commissioner? It, Who's the secretary of this league? <laughs> we must know more. Is Shohei Otani involved? Probably. So I've got the AP story about this brawl already. About the written. fight. Ooh. Yeah. Do you want me to read it? Let's go. Okay. I don't know. Is it, yeah. is it uh, fallacious? <laughs> no, it's true. Is it salacious? It's salacious. There we go. (laughs) Uh, So uh, both managers and six players were ejected after the brawl, which stopped and started twice before Angel's closer, I don't know how to say his first name, Inglacius, came back out onto the empty field to throw a tub of sunflower seeds and a bucket of gum onto the infield while yelling at the umpires. (laughs) 
Attaboy. That's amazing. Uh, so Seattle's Jesse Winker was hit by the first pitch of the second inning by Angels opener Andrew Wance, Wince, who had also thrown a pitch behind the head of the Mariners' number two hitter, Julio Rodriguez, Ooh. in the first inning. The first okay. pitch to Rodriguez certainly appeared to be a response to Eric Swanson's 95-mile-an-hour fastball near Mike Trout's head. It, it was oh. at his forehead. It, like, it was, I don't think last that it was night? on purpose. It yeah. was definitely at his forehead, though. You messaged like, me about that last yeah. night. Yeah, um, A throw that in, infuriated the three-time AL MVP. The umpires gathered together after the pitch, but only issued warnings to both dugouts. That was last night. Trout, who rarely shows frustration, was visibly upset after Saturday's game. Uh, he's talking about uh, there was a there was a mound conference before the at bat, and then the there was, the first pitch was inside, and then the second pitch was inside and at his head, and then they walked him okay. like they they just. Uh, I think I think you might have a gripe there. Yeah, I, I agree <laughs> with that. Like I I'd have a gripe too. Yeah. I, as a fan, like I don't actually think that they were trying to throw at him, but they were definitely. The circumstance, trying to make him uncomfortable. Yeah, and the circumstances around it, yeah, you would be like, absolutely. hey, hold up now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, Trout was saying, I, I get that you're, you're trying to throw up and in, but not at the head. If you can't pitch inside, don't pitch inside. If you're going to hit me, hit me in the ribs. Don't hit me in the head. I don't know if that was the intent, but anything at the head, don't do that. Uh, Wentz, Wentz was not originally scheduled to start Sunday. That was a late <laughs> change Sunday morning. Oh, so this morning, they, give me a they put a, a starter in. Uh, coming after Trout's comments, the move only pushed Jose Suarez, the original scheduled starter, back an inning before he took over the mound for the ejected wins in the second inning so after. Just after to make sure brawl. that this is easy to track for people who are listening. Yeah. Basically, the Angels were mad because yesterday, they, the Mariners, whether it was inadvertent or not, yes. threw high and tight. The ball went right at Mike Trout's head. He yeah. avoided it. But their response to that was mm, instead of putting our regular starter, we don't want to put our regular starter out yeah. and beating somebody right away because then he's going to get ejected. Yeah. So they put a different guy in to start the game, and then once that guy throws behind yeah. someone and being someone, when he gets ejected, it doesn't matter. You yeah. just put the guy who was supposed to start the game in the first place. Exactly. Hit. You know what they call that? Malice of forethought. Oh. Right? I was going to call it the old switcheroo. The old <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're going in with the plan, right? Yeah. Like, that's the plan. Yes. So it says, wow. uh, just continuing the story here, Winker reacted to getting hit by angrily yelling and gesturing at the Angels' dugout, and the sides charged each other moments later. It looked to me like Winker kind of uh, lured the catcher and the umpire out into the, like, towards the pitcher a little bit, <laughs> and then just, like, Yoink. like got, got him. I, it looked to me like that he kind of caught him out of the way and then, like, went to go around him. Uh when Winker finally left the field, the brawl lasted about four minutes with people from both teams appearing to throw multiple punches. For sure, Crawford was coming with some hands. He was blows. coming in hot. Uh, it, I'll, I'll describe this. Suarez after. was in the mix, too. After the teams returned. Good to vibes the, only. <laughs> oh, yeah. Then Winker, You don't know, but his fists are both named Good and Vibes. <laughs> when, when Winker finally left the field, he appeared to make an obscene gesture at the Jerry and Angels fans behind Seattle's dugouts. He gave him a double bird. Yeah. As he walked back into the yes. dugout. Both both fingers. Yeah, uh, after the teams bit. after the teams returned to their dugouts, Inglacius returned a few moments later to throw the sunflower seeds and gum while furiously screaming at the umpires. <laughs> Here's the results that we were looking for: Nevin and Seattle manager Scott Service were ejected. The Angels lost Wentz, Inglacius, and reliever Ryan Tapera. Oh, great! A couple, three relievers. Great. Yeah. 
while Weaker, two who weren't even in the game, Rodriguez and J.P. Crawford were tossed for the Mariners. One, two, and four hitters. Now yeah, that's fair. I did not see. Shoot, I, I did see not Rodriguez. see Julio Rodriguez involved. He I saw was him upset. Angry. Yeah. He was visibly upset and angry, but he was being held by uh, right. Mariners. I, I assume, too. yeah, uh, a guy with a jacket on. So I assume our coaching staff, like, like in the middle of the infield. Away from yeah. so I don't know why he maybe he said something that he shouldn't have said and an umpire heard it or something but or did uh, something in that off? situation everybody was saying stuff they right. shouldn't have that's said that's what I was like, thinking like did I do crazy. something bad when the camera was close up on someone else and we missed it I don't maybe, know maybe I mean I'm assuming that there was but some they actually kind of reason I thought the camera crew did a pretty good job of like capturing yeah. the fight as a yeah. whole and the the thing to me that like two things really stand out one was. The fight starts and it's intense, and I'm. I've, Andrew took a video of it, and that's the only reason I saw it. So I got like watch the beginning of the fight, and my mouth is hanging open. I'm like, this is not a normal sports fight. This is a real fight. Yeah. Then it kind of dies down. Whoever the Mariners broadcaster was is going. I know it looks like it's died down, but I don't think this fight is over. And then, like five seconds later, Winker goes mad again, and <laughs> the fight starts all starts all back up all over again. Yeah, which was really cool. And then Winker at the end, just walking towards the dugout, just comes out like Andrew said, flips the double birds. <laughs> it makes it on the broadcast. Oh it's all the whole thing was <laughs> oh from beginning to end was incredible and interesting, and at least a little bit funny. So, I'll be honest. I I hope that well a I I don't think anyone got hurt which makes it easier post yes. post a fight no serious injuries it's easier to be like okay that was that was great yeah so knowing that no one got hurt yeah I loved it yeah I absolutely loved it so, it has been so long that it's felt like the Mariners didn't really care if right? the other team was gonna get up in their face they were like. Oh yeah, well we suck, so you know. Yeah, whatever. you know. You Sorry, can just, you can just keep beaning Kyle Seager and Ty France. We don't care. Just keep hitting us. It's okay. We'll roll over. No, when when I saw Jesse Winker earlier this year, I can't remember when I first saw his temper flare up. Maybe I just watched a video of him with the Reds, because the Reds well, were kind of a fiery yeah. team, and we've seen, him and I saw him kind of go like get really fiery on a highlight and I was like, Oh, that could be something we need. And then earlier this year, he's kind of gotten hot and has been and like first guy out there. We've seen that he enjoys legitimately enjoys, not like they're in his head, but like he enjoys the confrontation that he has with Mets fans Yeah, where yep. they're yelling things at him and he's yelling things back. He's at playing him. the heel with them. Totally. Yeah. And enjoying it. So he's not only is he fiery, but he, Honestly, it looked like he was having a blast coming back, <laughs> like coming back to the dugout after like getting at least some beat up. Yeah. He's just a great big grin, <laughs> double, double bird. So it does not surprise. Now, the, the great thing is that he's got the strategy. It kind of the the your thought of him like luring the catcher and the umpire out to middle field. It reminded me of who's that basketball player that went berserk. Who was like juking out all the people, oh, and, and then just, remember, <laughs> oh, and then he ran in through the tunnel, tunnel and back out oh, the other I side. I can't remember. What was that guy's name? That was so funny. But he did. He pulled that like, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Sight. Yeah. <laughs> this yes. Somebody. So it, it. He wasn't even like being like I'm good. He was just like he was talking to the ump. I think he was waiting for the ump to throw the the pitcher out. Yeah. And. 
and like the so the group of the umpire the i i probably shouldn't be describing this go watch it guys yeah it's on it's all over uh twitter right yeah now. go watch it but it looked it looked to me like they the group of the umpire the catcher and winker kind of moved towards and then winker's like i'm gonna walk quack quick over here and then he ended up i think he like threw one umpire off him like oh. came up and he was like <laughs> oh, oh. all i know is i saw lots of punches and here's the other thing i saw so the, the frustrating thing for me is, you know when you're doing the whole pull somebody away from the fight? And I saw a bunch of Angels guys do this. I, I saw this three separate times to three separate Mariners, where normally you go up behind them and you grab them by the chest and you pull them back, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't normal. know. If, yeah. I don't know if they meant to do this or if they're just really bad at that. But I saw three separate Angels do this to three separate Mariners where they came up behind him. And tried looked like they tried to do it, but like grabbed one by the face, mm-hmm. like uh, and pulled him back like that. That's not gonna calm anything down because no. that's gonna make no, you real hot, real quick. Exactly. So then you know, obviously those Mariners are like flailing, like flipping out because yeah, you grab somebody by the chest, you're like, well, okay, I'm getting pulled away. But you don't just grab them by the chest. You get your neck and your head involved, and you don't just. It's not just that you're grabbing by the chest. You're grabbing their arms. Yeah. Yeah, when exactly. you're pulling someone away from a fight, from behind, you're grabbing them around the the chest. But it isn't just to avoid their face. It's because you're trying to keep them from fighting. Yeah, so you're exactly. grabbing their arms. You, I don't think you can act. I honestly don't think you can accidentally grab their their head the like that. Head. Yeah. Like, so that seemed like like I'm a little upset that those guys didn't get tossed because that's in the dangerous head and neck area. Like. <laughs> boy, Justin just threw his phone on the ground. That's not an excuse for not doing any more TikTok videos. Oh, guys. Uh, <laughs> the basketball player you were trying to come up with was yeah. former Husky Isaiah Stewart. Right. And yes. he got mad because he got he took an elbow from LeBron James. And I, I remember from that thing, when he was going crazy, he's trying to go yeah. after LeBron. And yeah. LeBron's just like standing under the backboard being like, meh, I know nobody's going to let him get to me. Yeah. And he's juking out security <laughs> guards and taking people out like a fullback. That was so funny. That's so hilarious. funny. And then all of a sudden they're like, wait, he's going the other way down the tunnel. Yeah. <laughs> trying to come out the other side. <laughs> That oh. what's that UW education? Yeah, you know, he came up with that plan. Good plan. Yeah, the thing. So what I've heard from different because I think last time John Boy did a breakdown of their little tussle that didn't really turn into anything with the Astros is service likes to yell at the other service likes to yell, and I think this time he didn't yell at the guy in the field, or maybe he did yell at the guy in the field. But he, he's not afraid to just yell at the guy in the field. And John Boy was like, I've heard that coaches are supposed to yell at coaches and they don't like you yelling at their players, which I can understand. But if I was service and I saw, oh, this opener is put in and he starts beating people, I wouldn't yell at the pitcher. I'd yell yeah. at the other team's coach. Yes, because like, they didn't that try was, to hide and that's why, like, no. it's a Winker didn't, obvious thing. And that's, Notably, Winker did not rush them out. Exactly. He, all of his attention was at the, at the dugout. And also, I... I know what you're talking about with the 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 Mariners reporters I heard talking about the the bench just clearing without a brawl against the Astros. Yeah. We're saying that everything I was hearing was saying that Surface was yelling at the third base umpire. Oh, interesting. Or not umpire, sorry, the third base coach. That okay, he, that's really and, different. And, and yeah, I know, I know, different. I'm sorry. That he was yelling at the third base coach and that they have history. Oh, uh, okay. So that was 
at least apparently, what I was hearing from, from like local media. Apparently, Service has history with a lot of people, including <laughs> like he was involved with a brawl when Jerry Depoto was on the other team or something like that. Dude, you don't get dad Did angry. You- <laughs> <laughs> he gets he gets lit quick. Oh man. So I can't wait Tor- for more Toro, to come down. Toro just went yard, so I'm glad that they didn't follow your advice and cut him. They didn't With cut him immediately. He, so it's, well, it's currently one nothing. Andrew, if, if they... Okay, they would have had to cut him beforehand. Yeah. So you're right. <laughs> Maybe cut him when France gets back. Yeah, sure. I'm not... I, I, I'm not ready to defend him. He has been really frustrating. It's so frustrating. And it's especially because every time he does bad, I'm like, man, it'd be nice to have Graveman. Have we got any, yeah. Have we got any update on Kyle Lewis? Like, holy crap. Actually, he went out with concussion protocol like a month ago after getting beamed by the stinking Astros. I looked for one earlier because I wanted to see how to answer that two-minute drill question. I couldn't find anything. That's so not I good. Heard, I haven't yeah. heard anything. That, you get a concussion that you're gone for this long from? It that's not good. Me, it reminds me of the Seahawks receiver that I just lost the name oh, of. Oh, right. He uh, was out for like four or five weeks yeah. last last season. Oh, I can't remember. It wasn't Eskridge, was it? It was. Yeah, Eskridge. It was Eskridge. Yeah. yeah. Dang. Yeah. That really sucks. It really yeah. does. Hopefully... He can keep getting healthy in the legs while this is happening, I guess. Like, I don't know. I feel like if you have a concussion that's held you out that long, it's probably hard to work out. Well, because you're trying to stay away from like yeah. bright lights and stuff. Yeah. Just work out in a blacked out weight room. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if Go, it's this hot outside, I'm all for that. Just Seriously. do it like Mike Leach, Mike Leach, Texas textile. Somebody gets a concussion. <laughs> If somebody gets a concussion, you have a like a closet or storage room on the field that you just set them down in a dark room for the rest of practice until. <laughs> that was part do of the not, way that. No, how that was do you part not... of the that was part of the the bullying allegation? Oh, or like, yeah, gotcha. that was like well, people didn't want to tell him when they had a head injury <laughs> because, because if you had a head injury, he'd be like, okay, go sit in that dark closet for the rest of the day. But really, he was just protecting him. He was just looking out for him. Yeah. I mean, come on. Mike Leach style. <laughs> <laughs> Go sit in the closet. Yeah. Is there anything other Mariners related that's important? Uh, I feel like we're going to Clar- learn Clarence a lot. Clarence chimed in on the, on the YouTube fight. chat to say Isaiah Stewart. That's all he said. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, the... already, we figured that out. Okay. Thank yeah. you, though, Clarence. Yeah. Appreciate <laughs> it. Yeah. Um, I know the fight kind of overshadowed the baseball here, but the fight's way more interesting than the baseball. <laughs> but I think we're going to learn a lot like between now and the trade deadline, which is why when I wrote that question, yeah. That was my mindset was like in the next month we're going to learn a lot about this team and what management thinks about it going forward because they're not going to be sellers at the trade deadline if they go, "Uh, eh, we had a bad month, but it's because we don't have Kyle Lewis and we don't have Mitch Hanniger and we missed Ty France for the first couple of weeks. Yeah. Let's stay with what we have and see if we can be competitive now and not try to mortgage anything for the future. Yeah. Like they're if they're feeling comfortable with the core, they're not going to be sellers. No. And I don't think they should. They definitely shouldn't be sellers. Like they shouldn't be sell because most of their I mean, you look at the type of players that you sell with, right? They're the older veterans. Yeah. What Depoto? Well, it could be like, Hanniger because I mean Hanniger would on be a short term deal right now. Hanniger like an arbitration avoiding. What deal. Depoto said was that there's no way that we can be sellers 
if if yeah, we were sellers, that. it means that yeah. we don't believe in the core of this team. Well, and we I don't in the core of the team. I don't believe but in the core of what Depoto says. Yeah. He follows that up by saying whether we're making like whether we're buying or selling at the deadline has to do with what we can think what what where we think the value is to build this team more. So he's yeah. he was basically saying, well, we're not going to be sellers. Like selling everything because yeah. we like this team. Not a but fire we might sale. be making, yeah. but we might be making moves either direction depending on what we think is we can get value. Yeah, exactly. Like they weren't, they're not going to be sellers. Like next year is going to be hosed too. Yeah, but they might be sellers. Like, yep, this isn't the year. Yeah, but yeah. knowing him, he'll probably say that right before that that they've earned the right to try and win this yep. year. This is trade the, the year. Russian. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but yeah, Hanniger would. Haniger would probably be top of list. I right? would think so. I mean, maybe Suarez. Yeah, you I might don't... be able to sell high on. Well, Suarez has actually got the batting history, though. Like, yeah, Suarez isn't having a bad year. I don't know. No, he he's, isn't having he's a bad year. Well. I'm saying he's playing well, but I don't know if you'd even be selling high. Oh, I see. Because if you look like, yeah, it, it's not high for him. Yeah, Frazier, Frazier might be on that list. Frazier hasn't been having a good year though. No, no he, he stinks. I cut him for my fantasy team. Which is so weird. <laughs> his his hard contact rate is crazy for how much he's gotten out. And, like, I'm glad that I've heard that because that's also what I've seen. Like, it seems like he smokes line drives right at people mm-hmm. constantly. Yeah. So hopefully that changes a little bit. We've seen Winker start to pick it up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> now he'll now he's going to... Yeah, he's going to... I don't know how long of suspensions last. I don't, I don't know, know what to expect. I, I think going double deuce on the... Double deuce on the crowd probably gets you suspended for a bit along with the punching people. Yeah. The punching people, <laughs> probably the worst offense. I don't know though. In today's, so today's sports world. media climate, they might be like the CDC is going to get involved now. Punches, Go punch more people, but don't flip off the crowd on television. The punches, the, the real serious punches that I saw and I know for sure who was doing it. Uh, Winker walked alone into the teeth of the right of the crowd coming out what, of the dugout what a yes, boss move right he just walked over there by himself and, and he didn't get knocked over which is what from the first angle that we, when hannah and i were watching it we were like oh dang did he is he at the bottom of the pile he was not at the bottom of the pile but he did get somebody had him like Headlock. under under his shoulder under his armpit and that was when like the <sighs> second guy there was Crawford and he jumped up and was hitting the guy. And I was like, Oh yeah, that makes, so it Crawford's been watching his UFC fight. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, this is the time for the flying punch. I've been waiting for this all year. One of the first things Andrew said to me about this fight was, I think they hit the wrong guy. Well, the right guy, (laughs) if they wanted to start a fight, the wrong guy, if they wanted to be on the receiving end of bad punch, like that's true. You 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 hit a guy who is fiery and will punch you. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Big hockey fan that guy too. So uh, he's not afraid to throw some punches. Now, if the Mariners win today, that will be six in a row. Then they play the Orioles Which and the A's is there, for another it, ten games. Yeah, that's if, doubled their previous this year best streak. Yeah, it's worth noting. Although the Orioles are very near the bottom of the AL East, they're actually not far off of the Mariners record-wise. Really? Okay. Yeah, they're they're like a couple games. Did worse. we not sweep them the first time we played? I don't them? remember, but I no, we didn't. I but we just, did win two of three. 
uh, going into today when I was looking up records, the Orioles are 34 and 39. Oh, that's what. We oh, the were... Mariners are exactly 34, yeah, 34 and 39. So if they win today, yeah. It's all about which direction they're trending. Yeah. But, the, but of course, the, with suspensions and Ty France out, you don't expect the Mariners to be trending up. But that's a good point. But also, they just have to get hot too. Like you can have bad players hit well for a few days for and, a couple games. Yeah. 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 I mean, they're, but they're literally missing three key starters out of yes. the lineup right now. Yeah. yeah. No France. Uh, no Kyle Lewis. No and No Hanniger. Yeah. Those are three guys who, when you're building your roster, you're like, these are going to be three of our best players. Exactly. And now you're and not you going to have Winker. Have, when, do you think probably won't have bring, Crawford? Do you think they're going to bring up uh, Kalanick? Is he healthy? I don't know. I haven't heard I haven't any heard updates. Heard anything of How either? are we not getting updates on these things like constantly? Like, come on, beat writers. Well, maybe by next week we can have some more Mariners injury updates. Do you have anything else Hopefully important about Mariners, or should we move uh, on? Just that if they win today, they have a good shot of winning like 15 games in a row. Nice. Or 16 games. Because they play the next 10 games. No, the next 7 games. So I guess that would be 13 games in a row. I can math sometimes. Mathing is hard. Yeah, but then they play the Padres, and the Padres are real good. Well, we are going to do Stump Daniel still, and we are also going to name an Ole Penn Real Estate Athlete of the Week. Yes, sir. But first, let's take a quick commercial break. Do you have a legal situation and need someone on your side? Let the law office of Jeffrey A. Domashevitz be your advocate. If you've been the victim of medical malpractice, suffered a personal injury, or need representation with real estate law, small business law, or estate planning, let Jeff Domashevitz put his 29 years of experience to work for you. Call Jeff Domashevitz today at 360-612-3991 or visit domashevitzlaw.com. That's D-A-M-A-S-I-E-W-I-C-Z-L-A-W.com. Thank you again to our, <laughs> as I'm hitting my hand on the table and you're coming back for the break, slurping. Intentionally. And I'm hopefully, hopefully I'm not making anybody uncomfortable watching the stream, but I'm, I'm going no buttons. You got a real Hasselhoff thing going yeah. on. It's a Torrens, no Torrens, Torrens thing. Yeah. The, the, uh, <laughs> also the hamburger meat is coming out a lot. It's hot. It is hot. It's real hot. Yeah. I, I just searched Twitter. I'm still looking for uh, updates on Kelnick, but I this this random tweet made me laugh. Jared Kelnick is fuming right now. Says he can't believe the team would call, wouldn't call him up for fight night. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually thinking about that driving in. I was like, man, I bet Kelnick is so bummed out that he wasn't there for that. What do you think the clubhouse is like when... Because when the Angels put in the lineup card and they say, hey... We're going with a different pitcher. Yeah. You know the Mariners know. Right. Okay. It, this is so, about to go down. And if you so don't. What do you, you think it's like in the clubhouse before the game starts? Oh, seriously. They're amped already. Yeah. Shannon Dreyer was tweeting, and they were talking about it in the pregame show. They were talking about, like, this is, they put in a, a start or a, opener. Yeah, an opener last minute. Like, the umpires need to get control of this game really fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shannon Dreyer was tweeting that the, uh, and I don't, she's biased. Yeah, but she was tweeting that the umpires should have warned them before the game. That makes sense. Like this is a warning, and then that would have meant that when they threw behind Julio's head, he would have been tossed. He's gone. Yeah, and and the manager's gone. Yeah, and then you you're then they have to give up their starter and backup manager yeah so it that, that would have made that was interesting and made better. sense to me yeah, yeah that would have made sense 
That's and, so funny, man. And these umpires are terrible at calling balls and strikes, too. So maybe they're just bad. Like, it's <sighs> maybe they're just bad. They man. didn't see it coming. They Strong were blindsided. Union is bad at their jobs. Doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> but now, thank you for listening to the scrimmage, which is brought to you by Oli Penn Real Estate. And this segment is brought to you by the law office of Jeffrey A. Domashevitz, yes. and it's my favorite part of the show. Sorry. Serving questions up on a silver platter, <laughs> where the points are made up and the rules don't matter. Time for some. Dom Daniel. Daniel. That was a new one. <laughs> so a lot of times when Andrew's not quite ready on the trigger, he goes, rah! Ah, er, sorry. Er, it's not what I was familiar er, with, but I liked it, though. It yeah. also, it involves this, eye contact, yeah, there was which I don't use. Usually... That's awesome. <laughs> I liked it. Anyway. I mean, it's to be expected. We're asking Andrew to do a lot more than he normally does because he's got, like, a, a fresh, hot story to keep track of for us. <laughs> and it's also hot. It's so, so hot. Hopefully the computer don't, don't melt. Gosh, I know how to talk good. You math and you talk. Grammar. Maths. <laughs> This is a little random, but this was something I heard the other day, and I thought it was interesting. Okay. So, Daniel, in the four major sports leagues, NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL, I'm leaving MLS out of it because who cares? I was glad that those were the four you selected. In the four major sports leagues. What about Major League Rugby? In North America. In North America. Yeah, major, I, you know what? Major leaving, league rugby. Leaving rugby out, probably my bad. <laughs> I apologize. I don't know if that would change anything. But um, in these four major sports leagues, there are six mascots that are used by two different teams. Oh. Daniel, what are the six mascots that are used by two different teams? I will say, while you're thinking about it, I've got a fairly complicated scoring system this time. Nice. There we go. Each, getting back to our roots. Each of these six answers is assigned a point value. Okay. An even point value. Because if you decide at some point, I can't do this anymore, start giving me some hints, I can give you things like the leagues that they play in, mm-hmm. maybe what division they play in right. in that league, and you. but that cuts the point value in half. Right. The maximum amount of points you can score is 36. So, but you're you're not getting it. I'll tell you right now. You're not getting 36. I'm not getting 36. Here's the breakdown of the different zones you can finish in. And oh. I tried to go, like, I went least objectionable on these, right? So where normally we have the duck zone. Yeah. This time, if you finish with one through seven points, you're in the Mariota zone. So a duck, but okay. a, not a not a highly but like the nice, duck. Yeah. the nicest duck you'll ever meet. If you get between eight and eleven points, you're in the Disley zone. Oh. So a husky, mm. but not an objectionable husky. Yeah, the our favorite husky. If you can get to twelve points, you're in the Minshew zone. Oh. oh. If you can get to <laughs> Sounds dangerous. six, who's who's a cougar and our favorite cougar. You guys both went. Even though it's amazing. It sounded sexual. What that, what that man did in one year. He was a freaking transfer, grad transfer. That's amazing. If you get to 16 points, okay. I replaced Beaver Zone with the Gary Payton 2 Zone Ooh. because he is an NBA Finals champion. Yes. And sort of on top of the world. Yep. But that's only 16 points. Remember I said Max was 36? 36. That's because I think 16 is going to be hard to get to. Ugh. If you get to 26, 
Okay. You're in the super beaver zone, which I will call the Gary Payton zone. Oh. Just for today, special yeah. only today, the super beaver zone is called the Gary Payton coming out of my mouth. It just sounded funny. Super So, Daniel, you've had a little bit of chance for this to marinate. I'm sure you got some thoughts in your head about which teams share a mascot. Some of these are easy. Some of them are really hard. Anything pop to mind right away? You know, the sucky thing is, is I know that I've thought about this before. Mm-hmm. And I know there's some easy ones. Yes. But at the moment, I'm suffering from some real Stump Daniel mind blankness. That's, that happens <laughs> in Stump Daniel. It's, a, it's something special about this segment, whether it's a Stump Daniel or a Stump Justin. Sometimes you just forget. Yeah. Um, and for some reason, I'm thinking of like, why am I just trying to name hockey names when that's like my least bit of knowledge? Like, I'm just thinking through hockey names. It's not a horrible strategy, really, because one, two, three, four of these answers involve a hockey team. Of course they do. Okay. Um. Also, four of these answers involve NFL teams. And I'm assuming you you said mascot, so that's like the name, not yeah, yeah, like yeah. not like the Bears and the Cubs both have bears. Right. They have the exact same They both same have to be the name. bear yeah. or cub. Why is this so hard? Okay, there's no Well, I can tell you. So, I was So looking... this how long do I want to draw this out because I'm about to just start naming all of the baseball teams until I start You can do that if you want. Okay, so at we got some point the... we cut you off. Oh, okay. You got the Orioles. You got the Yankees. Is that an official you got guess? The Red Sox. You got no. It's not an. Official. You're just working through it. In your I'm mind. working through okay, it. Okay, yeah. Orioles, Red Sox, Blue Jays. I feel like there might be another Blue Jays. Probably. Eh. Red Sox. No. There's Yankees, a Blue Bombers no. in the CFL. Is that helpful? Yeah. yeah. In the CFL. Yeah. Real helpful. Uh, Tigers. Who's in the Central? You got the Tigers, the Twins, the White Sox, the Royals. Am I missing it? Central. Uh, it's the Cleveland team, which oh, yeah, I can't the, remember. Now right they're now. the Guardians. Yeah. Thank you. Astros, Angels, Athletics, Rangers. Ah! Aha! Rangers! Four points, Daniel. The New York Rangers yeah, New York and the Texas and Rangers. Texas Rangers. There we go. You got it. You this got could it. be a long process. Four <laughs> points on the board right away. Okay. So that's one of those hockey teams down. Okay. Football. Uh, the Rams. <laughs> Is that an official guess? No. Rams. Seahawks. Cardinals. Oh. Duh. I knew the Cardinals. Okay, so this is hilarious. The, ever since you mentioned that question, I was like, I know the Cardinals, but what's the other Cardinals? It's the St. Louis Cardinals yep. and the Arizona Cardinals. There you go. Okay. That's two more points. You're at six, which has already – I mean, you're out, you're out of what would have been if you got zero, yeah. which is the Dylan Brooks zone. Oh. Um, <laughs> you're in the Mariota zone right now. Yeah. I knew you wouldn't get zero, yeah. though, so it felt safe. That, yeah, good call. Uh not the Packers. I don't think it's the Bears. Uh, 
I don't think there's another Bears. There's the Bruins and the Cubs. The Rays. So now I'm just scattering. I'm thinking Ducks, Mighty Ducks, Hurricanes. Oregon Ducks. Dude, this is... If you hit a point where you can't think of any more and you want me to start giving I, you some hints, I will do that. Well, I'm feeling like it's really boring just listening to me list off teams. Well, people that are listening to this are also trying to think of them. so And okay. they're way better at it than you. Probably. Well, they're <laughs> not dealing with Stump Daniel blankness. Yeah. Don't make excuses, Justin. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> There's another one that's pretty easy that when you don't get Giants. it. Giants. Giants. Giants and the San the Francisco Giants. Thank you. Okay, you got all the easy ones. You are officially at eight points, which puts you in the Disney zone. How many are there? There are six total. Six total. Got, I got three. Yes. But those are all the easy those ones. Those are the three lowest value ones. Oh, there used to be another Senator's. I have a really good but hint on the one that's sen- worth eight points. If you want to cut it down to four, if you got it right after this hint, it would put you into the Minshew zone. Oh, I do like the Minshew zone. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, got the Canes, the Golden Knights. I probably oversold it by calling it a really good hint. Yeah. <laughs> Because as I'm thinking about it, I'm like, if someone gave me that hint, I probably wouldn't get it. <laughs> but if you pay some attention to hockey, then you would get it. No. All right, I think I'm going to start needing hints. Okay, here's I, the hint. I can't, I can't draw it out too long. And, and since the point value is going down so low, I'm going to try to make this a really gettable hint, okay? Okay. So this is an NFL team and an NHL team. The NHL team made it to the playoffs this year and won the President's Trophy, which means they had the most points at the end of the regular season. So they were the number one hockey team in the NHL through the regular season. The NFL team plays in the NFC South. NFC South. Yes. Okay. There, I can I can work with the NFC okay. South. So we got the Bucks and the Saints mm-hmm. and the Panthers mm-hmm. and the Falcons. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with. Panthers. You are correct, Daniel. The Florida Panthers won the President's Cup. Never heard of them. President's Trophy for hockey, which is a weird award that means that you were the best team in the regular season. Literally never heard of the Florida Panthers. Of the Florida Panthers. Okay. Well, the Ice Cats, as they are also known, made it to... Isn't that weird? Like, you said Florida Panthers, and I thought you were joking. Oh, no. That's their their actual team name. They play in South Florida. It sounds... It sounds made up. It sounds like a, it sounds like a TV name. Like, <laughs> here's our TV show, and we have the sports league, and the Florida Panthers are getting ready to take on the New York I, Knickerboxers. <laughs> Knickerboxers. <laughs> I like that. Okay, next one. They box in knickers. Okay, so we got two left. You got two left, and they are the two Wait. hardest ones. But at this moment, you are in the Minshew zone. Okay, that's good. That's good. So. 
I'm gonna give you hints, I, and you're probably just gonna throw out random guesses. I can't be too proud. I gotta, I gotta be okay with getting hints. This is an NBA team and an NHL team, which both play in California. So there's a limited number of NBA teams in California. So if you just work through that Rolodex in your head, you can probably come up with a guess. Yeah, Kings. The Sacramento and Los Angeles Kings. I feel a little upset that I didn't get that one before. <laughs> I didn't see like you, your experience with the Florida Panthers. That was my experience with, with the, the Los Angeles with Kings. With Kings. I was like, is that a real team? Right. I need to double check this. See, why is it that some NHL teams are like that? Like the LA Kings taking on the Florida Panthers yeah. tonight on CW11 in the show <laughs> Supernatural. <laughs> Which demon is going to come out and attack somebody? And you're like, what? <laughs> it's Sorry. a good show, though. Yeah. Uh, okay, the last one, Daniel. You've done pretty well so far because you've got everyone, even though a couple of them needed hints. Yeah. Last one I'll take it. I'll is take it. an NFL and an NHL team. The NFL team, or the NHL team is in Canada, and the NFL team plays in the AFC East. AFC East, so that's yes. Patriots, Bills, Jets. Jets. It's the Jets. Do you know where the NHL team's from for a bonus point? Because that's correct. Okay, it's not Ottawa. It's not Montreal. It's not Toronto. It's Winnipeg? That is correct Nicely for a done. bonus point. You. When the you Winnipeg said it, I was like, oh yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> right? I, had, I would Jets. not have been able to get that. Daniel, I am. you should be thrilled with your 23-point performance, yes. which puts you in the Gary Payton 2 zone, Woo-hoo. but is three points shy of the super beaver Gary Payton yeah. zone. You know what? I'll take it. Yeah, I think yeah. you should feel pretty good about that. Yeah, I do. GP2 is hot right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really fun game. Um, I'm sorry I made it so boring by trying to stretch out <laughs> and, and get it. So I actually I, think I apologize for that. those kind of things are fun because like when I listen to that kind of stuff, I'm trying to come up with the answers in my head and I'd be willing to bet that even with stump Daniel blankness, most people probably scored lower than you did. I so hope so. I didn't know the Winnipeg Jets was a thing. I, I bet. I don't know why I knew that one. I, but I knew that one. Way more than I knew L.A. Kings and Florida Panthers. <laughs> I knew Winnipeg Blue Bombers was a thing yeah. in the CFL, but not Winnipeg yeah. Jets in the NHL. I got to say, I bet the first three people were screaming at their speakers. <laughs> Cardinals, uh, yeah. Giants, Rangers. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that one was, everybody was yelling at me on that one. Especially, so as soon as you said it, I was like, St. Louis Cardinals. Yeah. But I, for the life of me, I was like, where's the other Cardinals? Yeah. No clue. That's true. Yeah. So it took me, and they're in the Seahawks division. That's hilarious. Well, I think we can move on to <clears throat> our other sponsored segment, which is the Ole Penn Real Estate Athlete of the Week. Let's go. And I do have one this week that throughout the summer there's not high school sports really going yeah. on, but we do have some other organized sports going on. I just wanted to mention really yeah. quick the one that we had last week when we didn't have a show, mm-hmm. uh, the zero gravity. Uh, you call them gymnasts, tumblers. I think it's gymnastics, but I've yeah. also seen tumblers. And they they sent kids to read state. They had like 14 state champs, and yeah. then they also have like 13 athletes going to a national competition, uh, and they have kids competing on trampoline, tumbling, like, yeah, so they're legit. So that was, go go check out our post last week to look more at that, but yeah, Zero Gravity, are they out of Montesano too? I don't know. 
I can't remember where that where they're based out of, but yeah, just some. I mean, gymnastics takes some insane athletic ability, mm-hmm. and so yeah, well, that was that was a nomination that right. we've had. So send in your nominations. This, like you said, it's not during high school season right now, so we don't have Trace Ridgeway putting up like gaudy numbers every week and then week. still not winning the athlete of the week we have to try and give it to somebody else <laughs> or kira gardner you know like yeah we've we could just keep like every week that we don't have it just give it to kira that'd be it just feels appropriate that like, we don't hilarious. have somebody just kira didn't do anything this yeah. week that we know of but she's really good so we're gonna give her the athlete of the week but we do actually have one this week <laughs> she's probably doing some sports related <laughs> things somewhere i'm guaranteed guaranteed she is yeah um, there's a lot of little league, um, tournaments going on right now, yep. district tournaments. And we have a bunch of teams from all of our different towns. Mm-hmm. Um, this is another thing I would encourage parents. If something cool happens in yeah. your district tournament, we may not hear about it unless you tell us, like yeah. there are a couple people that I know and I can reach out to, to say, Hey, did anything cool happen? But a lot of stuff, we love to give these kids shout outs. Little yeah. league is super fun. Yep. I love watching it. I love talking about it. So if there's something that happens, please let us know. But this week, the 10U Montesano softball team in their Little League District Tournament beat Hoquiam 11-5 and Willapaw 8-3 to get through the winner's side of the bracket and then today took down Elma 7 to nothing in the championship game. Nice. So congratulations to those girls. And I am going to go ahead and run through the entire roster, which I have Do saved it. on my phone. There we go. It's uh, Helena Booz, Kylie Butterfield, Addison Williamson, Chloe Lights, Gia Vargas, Dakota Prince, Samantha Lubinus, um, Maya Lee Stead, Ashlyn Lytle, Laura Coleman, Piper Brule, and Addison Sfinth. So congratulations to all those girls. But we do have one winner out of it. Did you have something else you wanted to add to that? I was just going to say, there's a lot of familiar names on there. Yeah. I feel like that's an age group that's going to be pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so Addison Williamson, when I texted the coach of this team, which is Dave Booz, and you know, it's always hard as a coach to like pinpoint one person. You got a whole team. He, yeah. he told me Addison Williamson hit a home run. Then keep in mind, in this 10 U it hit the fence. So this is 10 U softball. She hit the fence in 10 U and she hit a home run to the fence. That's nuts. So he said for that. If I have to nominate somebody, I would nominate Addie Williamson Heck yeah. for that feat. And uh, so congratulations, Montesano Softball, for your district title. Congratulations to all those girls. Extra congratulations, congratulations to Addie Williamson. You are our Oli Penn Real Estate Athlete of the Week. I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. That's a tank. Yeah. Just crushed it. Yeah. Dude. That's, I mean, you don't you don't expect to watch girls that are 10 and under yeah in a softball game and one of them hits a ball to the fence yeah that's if crazy. it's a home run you usually assume that it was a hard hit low ball that squeaks between the outfielders yeah and they're fast and they ran around the or bases usually in that age group for you know any sport you're thinking that there has to be a comedy of errors that led to something like that yeah no you hit like, a ball to when, the fence and you made it all the way around the bases. yeah when i was that age you know there'd be like six throwing errors somebody accidentally hit an umpire in the head you know, something like that. <laughs> Ball ends up out of the field. Yeah. It was no, an accident. Just straight up bombs one to the fence and runs all the way around. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. 
that's gonna do we have any more local no we don't Not really yeah. i mean i was at tumwater scrimmages i don't know how much there really is to report of that for high school football largely yeah. because like i watched montesano and i know that team really intimately lots of the local teams there though right well there was so aberdeen was there but they were only there for morning session on the first day and i wasn't there till afternoon session and then they had a bunch of guys that weren't available so they didn't play after that so i don't know very much about what happened with Aberdeen. Um, I know that I felt encouraged watching the one scrimmage against Hoquiam because Hoquiam really, Hoquiam football really struggled last year mm-hmm. um, in a uncharacteristic thing for a school that is perennially really good at sports and, and especially competitive in football, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Um, they were a real like bottom dweller of the league last year. And they actually gave Monty a pretty competitive scrimmage and scored on them once. And almost nobody was scoring on Montesano, even though they're playing two A teams throughout the whole thing. Almost nobody was scoring on their defense. Mm-hmm. And Hoquiam managed to score a touchdown on them. I was also told that Hoquiam beat another team, although I couldn't tell you which team, that they beat them three scores to none. Oh, nice. So I think there's probably some encouraging Good. signs with, with things going in the right direction out of Hoquiam. Good. Um, for Montesano, there's a lot of takeaways I'd say from this team. There's like, there's a handful of guys on this Montesano team that can all make a play with the ball. So guys coming out of the backfield, guys at receivers, guys at tight end, there's not going to be one focal point of this offense. There's going to be several guys who are making a lot of plays. And I think it's notable because there was a lot of talk about Jaden McElravey, the quarterback last year, who had his timeline advanced to play Mm -hmm. as a junior because the the guy who would have been the senior starter, Isaiah Pierce, was out with a knee injury. So we saw Jaden McElravey last year. We saw a lot of good things and some, you know, slightly less than great things from Jaden, but potential was there. Yeah. Jaden is, he's lost about 30 pounds. Wow. He has slimmed down and it's not, he was not like fat. No. He was big and he's, bulky. Yeah. But they decided after last football season, hey, I want to slim down and be more explosive and faster. Okay. And mission accomplished because <laughs> although Jaden was good running with the ball last year, was it was much more yeah. of like, a, I'm going to run through you and you're going to have a hard time bringing me down. Exactly. He looks fast this year, wow. like big time acceleration. He had some huge runs, including a couple of huge touchdown runs. So I think like you got to be ready. If you watched Monty last year, this is not the same guy. Interesting. Like he threw some really good balls, but I think the, the thing that stood out about Jaden the most was just how fast he looked. Nice. I thought you don't see that too often. You don't see a yeah. style change in high school usually year to year for a yeah. player. And he's that still takes really a ton strong. Of work. Like, yeah. he, you know, through powerlifting and everything, um, we know that I, I've seen what his numbers are in powerlifting, and he's really strong. But he also has improved his acceleration, improved his vertical leap, just athletic explosiveness mm-hmm. in general. So, yeah. Well, I know that there's a lineman on the team that probably could do some cool things with the ball, too. Yeah. Seeing that he's the fastest te- kid on the track team. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, that's I'm okay. Hope, I'm hoping your son Peyton gets the ball at some point this year. I don't see. I, anything I, can happen with injuries. I don't know. Yeah. There's so many good um, skill players in the mix right now yeah. that... You know, it's for someone to be converted from line to skill position was going to take an emergency. Yeah, but I, I was really it. proud that Peyton. Yeah, through six varsity scrimmages over two days, he played every snap of all six scrimmages, and nice. uh, came away from it not feeling terrible. So. Nice. Well, because the dude's built like a tank now. Yeah, he is. 
I mean, he's not little tiny Peyton anymore. He's no. he's huge. Well, all he and, does is eat, work out, and play sports. <laughs> I put eat first for a reason. Yeah. It's bulking season, Dad. <laughs> it's bulk season. Yeah. Um, what position does he play on defense? Uh, he's the, So that's the interesting thing about it is he's kind of working through all the different linebacker spots. Okay. So he, in the second day, the weak side linebacker got hurt, and so he played Will for the whole second day. But on the first day, he was playing all of the different linebacker spots, and I think they're kind of planning for working either number one, trying to find out which one suits him best or number two, trying to make sure he knows how to do all of them. So mm-hmm. he could jump in as a backup at any spot. Gotcha. Needed. So, yeah. Now I, Mateo started when he was so young, but was, is he still playing? Yes. Okay. Mateo Sanchez so is he's, he's going to be a senior this year. Yes. So he's going to, okay. You guys call it a Mac, not a mic. Yes. Okay. But middle. Yeah. Okay. Because I was going to say Peyton would probably fit that position now really well because he's gotten so big. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, Mateo is just – he's a stud. Mateo's a beast. It would not surprise me in the least if he's the defensive MVP of the league. Yeah. No, it wouldn't surprise me either. I mean, he was amazing last year. Yep. So, interesting. And, you know, if you're complaining about us talking about Monty a lot, have a kid on another team and (laughs) have a podcast. (laughs) I mean, honestly, let us know what happened. No, seriously. Be happy to talk about yeah. it. Yeah. I feel a little bad and weird sometimes that I'm like, I know there were other local teams there. Yeah. But I, I, and I watched Hoquiam once, but I don't know any of the names of the kids on that, that team. Yeah. That's so, fine. Eh. No, I'm, and just your brief analysis of Hoquiam looking improved from last year yeah. is encouraging. Yeah, I would say so. I, I would say they definitely looked better than they did last year. It's now time to go for another commercial break. That was a terrible segue. <laughs> At Oli Penn Real Estate, we have solidified <laughs> oh, our foundation sorry. on four core values. First, we continuously focus on growing our knowledge in the market and in our practices to bring the highest level of competency to our clients. Second, we provide a high level of integrity, compassion, and kindness in every aspect of our business. Third, We put the human element above business through humor, enthusiasm, and patience. And last but not least, we proactively respond to the needs of our clients. Our mission is to create a personal real estate experience, one person and one home at a time. With OliPen, it's personal. Thank you again to our sponsors, OliPen Real Estate, the sponsor of our OliPen Real Estate Athlete of the Week, and also... The law office of Jeffrey A. Damashevitz. No sponsor- relation. What's the A stand for? <laughs> the sponsor of our Stump Daniel segment. Uh, we're going to get into the mailbag. The mailbag. Yes, Send the mailbag. Send us your stuff. Send us your stuff in a mailbag. Did we get any hits on our most recent mailbag post? No, because nothing we've, yet. We've gone through most of our like holdovers that we saved for a long time. Yeah. Now I'm actually just scrolling your wife's Facebook page because she's been posting a lot of random stuff recently to see yeah. if any of those could be used. But, uh, yeah, I do know that we have something to get to. Well, and I'm not too, I'm, I'm happy for one thing mm-hmm. because you have finally started to pay off your bet. Yeah. Finally. Right. And now that I've started it, the agreement was from the beginning that I would do it once a week until yeah. I get to a thousand likes. So now there's no wiggling out of every single weekend. Can you 
You're up to 190 likes already. <laughs> yeah. I was... So, that, if you could hear a little bit of that, that was uh, Justin's first TikTok dance that he did on his way to 1,000 likes. Has to get to 1,000. I'm a little frustrated that you posted that, what, yesterday? Yeah. You're already to 190. Mm-hmm. And I was frustrated because you did a good enough job at making it funny that I'm upset at how quickly you're picking up likes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's reasonable. It's uh, I thought, well, whatever. It, it either has to be really good or a total catastrophe. So my, my thought was, I'm not going to be able to do a TikTok dance video really well. Okay. But I can make it look bad. Like I'm an idiot. <laughs> so my thought was, let's do everything really poorly. Yeah. And then like literally beg people for likes and see what I can come up with. So far, so good. I you, mean, you did nail like out of touch, awkward dad. Thank you. Vibe. Yeah. Like definitely. Nailed it just that. came naturally. Yeah. I thought for sure when because in it <laughs> makes sense. Go, go watch it. Don't like it, though. Yeah. You Comment. should like it. Comment on it. Comment don't like and it. Like. Comment. Just Comment like. Or no, or no, 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 don't like. do that because Justin will want to count those. <laughs> Comment on yeah, like. <laughs> In it, he throws the ball. He, he does a backward shot attempt. And I was thinking, oh, he's probably going to make it. And he misses it by so far. I don't think he even hit the So backboard. I was like, oh, that must have been his first take for him to miss that bad. No, it was my fourth. But, yeah. but you weren't trying to make it. Well, I didn't. I, I thought, like... It might be cool if I made it, yeah. But I wasn't worried about whether I made it or not. Okay. And after watching it, I was like, "It's definitely bad that I'm good that I missed it that badly." Yeah, it's really yes, funny. I agree with that. If you made was, it, it would have made it look like you were trying too hard. Yeah, then it'd be a sweaty failing. try hard. Yeah. Gosh, well, it would have been looked like you were trying hard and failing, right. whereas as it was, it looked like you were just going through the motions. But I wonder yeah. if that would have got me pity <laughs> likes because when I shared it on Facebook. I had a couple people like, wait a minute, no, I'm not going to like this because if I like it, then you don't have to do anymore. Exactly. exactly. So it's kind yeah. of counterproductive. Everyone comment, in a way. don't like, comment. Uh, but don't comment like because, like Andrew said, or like Daniel said, I'll try to use those Definitely. because I've already decided there's some gray area. There is in no this gray area. Because in if this. the idea or the agreement was TikTok dances to a thousand likes, it didn't specify likes on TikTok. So if I post it to Facebook, I want to count the Facebook likes that I get from I'm, sharing I'm it. I'm pretty sure there was some fine print in this verbal agreement. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure it said TikTok specific likes. Well, I'm willing to do this democratically. <laughs> so if you guys want to vote on it, uh, do I get to count Facebook likes as likes? Are you asking Andrew? Both of you. No. no. I vote yes. <laughs> well. That's two to one. Hold on. Counting. Dang. Yeah. No. I really Sorry. thought I had a shot at that. <laughs> Do we have any poll results? I just remembered that that's something we used to do. We would have poll results if I had posted any polls. Oh, okay. Yeah, but no, well, we don't. That's all right. I, uh, the other thing I like about it is your other son. Yeah. I, that feels weird. Your other son. Well, we already talked you about Peyton, yeah. so you said my other, other son. son. The yeah. one that we haven't mentioned yet. Yeah. Yeah. Matt comes in and swats you. Yeah. Was that part of the plan? Or did he just come in out of nowhere? Because I could see him just trying to kibosh the whole thing to make you keep doing it. No, it was part of the plan. Okay. Although, I'll admit, in the first couple of takes, 
we I tried to have him come from the other side because what I ended up doing was have him come from the back. Yeah. And like poke the ball out of my hands while I was trying to shoot. Yep. I tried to have him come across the front and I would shoot it like normal and he would jump up and swat it. Yeah. But he kept missing and it was not because <laughs> he wasn't doing it right. It was because I couldn't calibrate how to shoot a ball that I knew someone was going to swat. <laughs> so I'm like, he's coming from the side to try to swat it. And I'm like shooting this little weird sideways shot. Because yeah. I like my brain, it wasn't on purpose. It was like, my brain was like, no, I can't let this be blocked. <laughs> That's, awesome. That's why it took four takes, honestly. That was the one One reason. time my cell phone malfunctioned. Okay. And the other two were because I couldn't figure out how to shoot the ball and let it be blocked. <laughs> so then I was like, you got to come up from behind me so I can't see you. <laughs> anyway. You know, I'm thinking of some good ideas of how you could get more likes, but I'm not going to tell you. Ooh, what are they? Because then you get more likes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you should do is you should demonstrate them by doing your own TikTok dance videos. No. Angel Angel is chiming in we on go. the YouTube stream. She says that is her her account is named Angel and Becky. And she said that counts. He's pretty hot. This is Angel. I do what I want. Lawyered. <laughs> Take that. Does that count as a vote? Is it two to two now? Uh I don't think so. No. I'm going to go with no, unless unless you want to pull in a poll. You know what? Next uh, Hannah would vote yes for me. I don't think in she would. In my benefit, uh, she would be on my side on I this. I don't think she would. Pax would be on my side. Pax, Pax probably would, would definitely vote for you. Yeah, yeah he loves he'd me. definitely be on your side. But he's a dog and he can't vote in people things. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I lose the election. It has to be TikTok. I'll get it. It's TikTok likes. Only. Yeah. But I'm going to count the ones yeah. where people comment like. I'll give you that. <laughs> I'm impressed that you got 190 likes already. Thank you. But, I mean... I think it just proves that I'm, if you I ask feel like people to once, like things, they'll do it. I feel like once people realize what's going on, he may is? lose some of those likes and get a lot more comments. That's what so, I'm hoping for. <laughs> all you have to do is ask people to like, so because you have more likes on your TikTok thing than I do on the reel. And I had a really cute baby in the reel. Yeah. Because I did something on Instagram. You should put, and, so let's do an experiment. Do a reel... That says, hey, here's the cute baby. Like this post. And see how many likes you get. That, that's or, a good idea. Because right now I only have 16. Yeah. Now, maybe it was my ugly golf swing that was sandwiching the pictures of the baby. Maybe I need to open with baby. <laughs> so sandwich the golf swing with pictures of baby. Yeah. Go baby. baby golf swing baby yeah. or go- instead of golf swing baby And, golf and swing. the thumbnail should be the baby, the, not yes. me in the middle of the golf swing. Yeah. The thumbnail, yeah, what the thumbnail is, it makes a huge difference. Yeah. I'll put it on the polls. That, should you go baby golf swing baby or golf, golf swing, swing baby, baby golf swing? <laughs> I think there's an obvious choice here. It was yeah. a bad job by me. Bad job. <laughs> also, the picture I posted, one of the pictures I posted of, of Anchor, uh, Courtney was just like, why did you post that one? And then immediately did the, like, find better shot that your phone does. And it was, like, way better. And I was like, oh, yeah, I should have done that. So... Does your phone do that? No. When you take a picture? Oh, That so would make me very uncomfortable. Sometimes you take a picture... And and for my phone, it'll like take a series of pictures. Oh, I'm sorry. Whoa, whoa, that was I'm hot. Sorry. You mean it's taking like a live photo? And yeah, then, uh, and then I understand you can, like, what it's doing. The, then. Yeah, yeah. There you go. All right. It sounds like one of those expensive phones. It was when I got it, but it was <laughs> it's already a, it's a flagship. It was already yeah. one of the last year's models. 
That's how I roll. I don't yeah. get the new model. I get the mm-hmm. year previous model. Mm-hmm. Save about two hundred bucks usually. Sometimes if you try to do that with iPhones, like you'll go, you go in there and be like, "Well, I know the thirteen just came out, but can I get the 12? And they'll be like, "Ah, you don't want the twelve. <laughs> oh, actually, we don't have that anymore. But then if you press them on it, they really do have oh, it, and they will sell it. That sounds horrible. I buy my phones for under two hundred dollars from Amazon. Yeah, I don't talk huh? to people about my phones. I well, I buy my salespeople. Yeah, I usually buy mine third party too. But I want to know about the performance of your phones. Like, do they hold up to the flagships? Yeah. So I have a Pixel. Usually, there are they are not they're not as good. I just got a text with some stats from Addie Williamson Ooh, from the tournament. There we go. Do you want to hear them? Yes, yes our athlete is. of the week. Cell phone conversation is really interesting, but this might even <laughs> be cooler. I'm sure so, it is. So through the three games, Addie had nine hits and nine RBI. In three games? In three games, including the RSBI. home run. She also pitched five innings and only allowed one run and played some really good catcher. Nice. Yeah, that was uh yeah, definitely much better than just the home run to the fence. Yeah. Wow, Addie. That's awesome. Pretty impressive. I will make sure that we put together a nice graphic and social media post to congratulate Addie and her team on their district title and her on her Oli Penn Real Estate Athlete of the Week. Absolutely. That I think I guess we were talking about cell phones. Do we want to get back into the cell phones? I forgot what we <laughs> they were don't saying. perform as well as flagships, but there is usually a phone or a couple phones that are significantly cheaper and perform almost as well. The or or even sometimes better in certain areas. The big thing that flagship phones have that cheap phones do not have, or even even value even high value cheap phones is yeah. is really nice cameras. They have cameras that are the same as phones had. Five or six years ago. Potatoes. Because it's, yeah, roughly potatoes. <laughs> okay. All right, that's going to do it for our show today. So, for my co host, Justin, the TikTok star, Domashevitz, and my co host, Daniel, baby golf swing baby, <laughs> Hargrove, and our producer, Andrew, they hit the wrong guy. Gross. <laughs> You've been listening to the scrimmage brought to you by Oli Penn Real Estate and the law office of Jeffrey A. Domashevitz. No relation. What's the A stand for?